everybody, and welcome to episode two of Conversation. My name is Caden Lytell, and today I am just so excited to introduce my guest. You may know him from the Adam and Pals commentaries on the Your Movie Sucks YouTube channel, or as Scoot Plays on both Adam Plays as well as his own channel, Blue Thunder Video, or from his awesome wrestling career as Big Cat, also appearing in Netflix's new movie, The Main Event. <laughs> He is definitely not the Asian guy from 13 Reasons Why. He is the white guy from Vancouver. I am pleased to welcome to the cast, Mr. Scott Henson. Scoot, how in the hell are you doing? Uh, given the circumstances, I'm okay. Uh, what uh, what took you so long to get me on? We're on episode two already. Jeez. I know. It's I, uh, God, it was, it, it was just a matter of getting a hold of you. You're such a busy guy. It's, 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 it's hard. <laughs> so today we are talking about... Bad, scary movies, and oh boy, do we have some bad, scary movies to talk about. <laughs> uh, the ones that we're, we're going to, and we're, we're also going to talk about the way that horror movies are are kind of graded on this curve, and the hilarity of, of how certain horror movies that are amazing don't really get that much acclaim, but you have some subpar scary movie, oh, but it was directed by John Krasinski and Emily Blunt is in it. Then immediately, so it's it like, must be a good horror movie. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's John Krasinski, the master of horror. <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> um, so uh, I wanted to kind of start with one of the worst scary movies I've ever seen, which is Wish Upon, with uh, the the incredible uh, Joey King, <laughs> Emmy nominated Joey King for the act, right? For the act. Oh my god. <laughs> It's I, I have a few uh, quotes before we get into talking about why the movie is so terrible, actually. I just wanted to bring up. These are from your video that you guys did on it. <laughs> the first of my quotes I got is, uh, God spelled backwards. Uh, look it up. It's dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, because we were talking about uh, dogs being like omniscient in movies and they always know more than the people. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and then Adam asked if the change in color was to imply that it was earlier. And then you asked, was the change in color to imply that she's Rachel Dolezal? <laughs> That doesn't sound like me at all. I don't know what you're talking no, about. No, I, I, I think that was probably just me hearing stuff or something. I, th- I think that that was a rare uh, joke of mine that got Adam to laugh, which which it, are few yeah. and far between, and so satisfying when they happen. I can only imagine. That's that's awesome. Um, you also said, and you might regret saying this. You said, guys, this might actually be a good movie. <laughs> I wonder what the context was there. I bet something cool was happening. I bet the guy who I thought was the Asian guy from 13 Reasons Why was on screen at the time. It was actually, I'll tell you what happened. It was when Adam noticed that her dead mom was in the reflection of the wishing box. (laughs) And they said, Oscar for for visual effects. And you said, guys, this might actually be a good movie. Yeah, that sounds right. And then uh, the, 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 there's two more from this one. I, I just have to have these quotes in because they're so good. You said, it's supposed to be the wish itself turns out not in a way that you would expect. Not the guy down the street dies. <laughs> yeah, the, they, they did like a real bad job of like the whole monkey's paw thing. But uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> and then the last quote, I, I just I need to include this because everyone needs to know about this. Uh, you said, no, I, uh, I love the passenger side blowjob. Oh, that is it's become- a little higher degree of difficulty, <laughs> but man, is it worth it if you pull it off? That has become like a running joke, both with like Adam and Gael and like that crew, and like an entirely like a, my wrestling friends as well. Like, like that's, that's amazing. Blow job comes up a lot. 
Well, and it's so funny that there's so many jokes that you guys make in those episodes that immediately become like just synonymous. Like like in in uh Bird Box when you went, "Can I eat your baby?" <laughs> Every time that I see even a, a commercial or something that has Bird Box in it or a promotional material, I think about you saying that and I bust up laughing. Or 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 when when they when he said I don't want Malkovich walking around with a shotgun and you responded with especially with minorities in the house <laughs> he's he's not to be trusted no you can't you, you can't do it so so wish upon um ten million dollar movie um, and all of it's up there on the screen yeah <laughs> <laughs> what do you think happened what the hell happened there what happened with it that's a that's a broad question um. I'd say it's, it's, the... yeah. I I want to know what you think they were thinking when they saw the final cut of this movie. And went, you know what? We should release this. Did it have a theatrical release? Was it a real movie? They absolutely did. They had a theatrical release. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I I definitely did not hear of it when it was in theaters. I I heard of it when someone recommended it for us to do a commentary on, and then we did. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome but as for yeah what happened i don't know it was a bad concept and then had bad writing <laughs> not only that i feel like everything just every the acting the the acting was not good the acting was terrible uh the the dad and his friend donnie glover who live in the trash danny glover uh, yeah that's, that's <laughs> I, I believe that's i believe that was your quote from the uh the the thing oh good i'm, I'm, I'm reusing jokes perfect <laughs> Yeah, we're, it's great. We're 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 really throwing it back for the fans of of Adam and Pals. Yeah, the, just everything about that movie is just fascinating to me because it's such a a lack of talent combined <laughs> with a lack of effort that is just yeah. it's it's a real perfect storm. Oh, absolutely! It's 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 the bye bye man of uh, <laughs> bad wishing movies. It's the bye bye man <laughs> of horror movies. Yeah. Um. That's another awful movie. <laughs> that movie just yep is just the worst. Another movie that is is just I I can't understand how people were able to take seriously was was Slenderman, the Slenderman movie. Another Zoe King joint. Yeah. Oh, yeah, she is in that. She oh my god. That. Yeah, she's uh <laughs> Oh my god. She's really carving out an interesting niche for herself. Oh, yeah, she's she's got a uh a real type yeah. <laughs> for movies, doesn't mm-hmm. she? Oh my god. I that's literally how forgettable right. she was in that movie. <laughs> I forgot she was in it and she's one of the main characters. <laughs> uh that that movie is fascinating to me cuz it's it's in that weird uh Sony PG-13 horror movies. Yeah. Thing which are where... always great. Oh, absolutely. They're always the best. They're um, incredible. What I look for in my horror movies is a PG-13 rating. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Because when I want to get scared, I want to be in the theater surrounded by a bunch of middle schoolers. And I That's... don't want to get too scared. Yeah. No, no, no. If uh, if I wanted to shit my pants at home, I'd watch <laughs> the news. Okay? Yeah. This is, this, is, this is not... We need to be right in the middle. We need to be very clear on that. <laughs> <laughs> and Slenderman, that one, I don't even know... It's looking at that movie. It looks like an unfinished product. Yeah, I don't know if it it was rushed 
to like they had a date and they're like we gotta get it out like it was it was a cat situation or what oh yeah <laughs> that's i mean it could have been although i feel like the movie came out like eight years too late <laughs> so <laughs> yeah it came out last year right uh yeah <laughs> and slender man was a thing yeah in like the early 2010s yeah yeah so it didn't quite nail it at the peak of popularity yeah, and, and Adam made a really good point about it on that they should have, if they were doing a Slenderman movie, they should have done it on that stabbing yes. that happened. They they should have. Like, if you're going to put the money into story. that movie. Exactly. But instead, they chose to go with this weird Gore Verbinski, The Ring ripoff. Yeah. They, they at least did a Law & Order SVU episode on the stabbing. So that's something. That is something. Yeah. You know what? We, we, we got to take the little victories. Yes. Yeah. I, oh, I also forgot to say this on Bird Box, but uh, Sandra Bullock won Best Actress, uh, but it wasn't at the Ox- Oscars. It was the, at the AARP Movies for Grown Ups Awards. The, <laughs> the, I did not know the AARP had movie awards. That's adorable. And yeah, they do. The Movies for Grown Up Award for Best Actress went to Sandra Bullock for Bird Box. That's ridiculous. The American Association of Retired Persons, I believe, is what uh-huh. the, is what that is. Uh, yeah, that's funny. That it kind of explained because when I heard that Bird Box was like so like one of the maybe at the time the number one watch thing on Netflix ever, I'm like. Why? What? What are you talking about? So maybe, yeah. old, maybe old people loved it. <laughs> yeah, I they guess. were just watching it on a loop. Yeah, I feel like it's it's the Avatar thing, where yeah. we all watched it once and then never and watched then it again. Forgot about it forever, except James exactly. Cameron, who is spending the rest of his life on it. Yeah, he's what? How many does he have lined up? Like five I th- <laughs> Avatar. I think he's planning two through five. Yeah, and ha- and oh has been since two thousand and nine. Oh my god. His life is just Avatar now. Like yeah. he's he, that's all it is. He has weirdly committed to this. <laughs> now, those are obvious bad scary movies. There's 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 other ones that are in kind of that same niche which are like American Poltergeist and uh The Happening just ugh, The Happening. I <laughs> can't even say it without M Night Shyamalama vomiting in my own mouth. Yeah. Uh the visit, which mm-hmm. again, more Shyamalan, more Shyamalan. So, oh, it's it's so good, right? Shyamalan's got a great track record. Remember when he made two really good movies? Yeah, yeah, one of them a classic. Yeah, uh, and then he just, I guess, forgot how to do everything competently. I, I honest to God don't know what happened because you can make a case. I think it sort of gets screwed up with. I think going from the visit to split, but up to the visit, and it's obviously debatable, but you can make a case that every single movie he made was worse than the last movie he made. Oh, yeah. Because you've got what? You've got uh, After Earth. You've got Lady in the Water. You've got... Yeah, I think it goes, what? It goes Sixth Sense, Unbreakable, Signs, The Village, Lady in the Water, The Happening... Uh, is it Last Airbender or After Earth after that? And then the other uh, one, I th- and then The Visit? I, I think, think it was Airbender first, and then After Earth, and then The Visit. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a real... I mean, it's an easy graph to draw. It's a straight line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, 
Yeah, I think this. I think Split is better than uh, the Visit, which I think came right before it, and then yeah, and then Glass is again terrible. <laughs> yeah, Glass was not good. Um, the ones that I wanted to talk about with you and and you mentioned to me were movies that there's there's always every year there's one to two scary movies that get this so totally undeserved critical acclaim yeah i hate there's, it it there's... like i don't know it it like unreasonably bothers me there are yeah it's it's one occasionally two movies a year like without fail it's always at least one that is just a mediocre horror movie that's better than the rest of the bad horror movies and it gets <laughs> 95% on rotten tomatoes yeah the and and the ones that you brought up to me were don't breathe uh and your next yeah. and a quiet um, place is like the prime example yeah I, that was actually uh and i think bird box fits into that bird too. box too I, yeah absolutely it's it's so strange when like don't breathe people we're like, oh, you've got to see it. It's it's a masterpiece in horror m- filmmaking. And then I sat down and movie. watched it, and I was like, okay, yeah, I've seen this. Yeah, yeah there's, <laughs> like, there's nothing to it. Yeah, it's such a cookie cutter. Yeah. movie. Same with a Quiet Place. Yeah, and and just the and the the thing with a lot of them, Quiet Place in particular, but you could probably apply it to almost all of them is. They're the type of movies that the more you think about them, like the less they make sense just because they are oh, riddled yeah. with plot holes. Well, that's what's so funny about people that that shit on movies like uh, like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre or uh, The Shining, like these older scary movies, or even some modern scary movies um, like Hereditary or, or Midsommar. Like, yeah. There's competent scary movies that get almost no critical acclaim from the the general public and get more of like this niche indie horror acclaim. Yeah. But people talk about like, oh, these these scary movies are are awful scary movies. Texas Chainsaw Massacre is awful because it's it's violent and it's gross and it's hysterical because you compare that to a quiet place. Well, one, one of them is done by a competent filmmaker. One of them is um it has amazing cinematography and one doesn't. One Yeah. One uses audio and visuals to make you think you're seeing gore when in reality you're not. Uh, and the other one has a bunch of CGI monsters and a yeah. nail that's sticking out of the stairs. <laughs> yep. I just, it's, it, it bothers me too, man. It's, it's such, it's such horseshit. And I think the, the biggest player in this scheme to take money from the American public uh, is, is, is Jason Blum. I was hoping that's the name you were going to say because you are correct. <laughs> Yeah, it's he, he he's got this this brilliant plan to to make just the shittiest horror movies possible. But god, he makes money. Oh, he makes so much money. Like his I can't begrudge his business practice cuz it totally works. He like he just buys up all these relatively low budget horror movies and puts them out and if one of them hits, then he's made his money for the year. Yeah. Well, I looked on IMDb Pro last night. I think he had, well, it was probably like 28 projects in development right Holy now. Holy shit. Yeah. I'm not like surprised, eight, but still. Yeah, and like eight in production. Yeah. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? That is insane. Yeah. And, you know, of, of those 28, like 20 won't really go anywhere. Uh, mm-hmm. Eight will 
eight will have some kind of theatrical release if we uh, get to live in a world that has theatrical releases again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and um, you know, and one or two will uh, make a bunch of money. Yeah. Well, and it's just it's hard to like look at a movie like Unfriended <laughs> and take it seriously because it is so missing the point of the thing that it's supposed to be which is a movie for people who understand computers and the internet and how people on the internet operate yeah and it's it's like it's it's so difficult to look at that and quantize it with the reviews online that are like oh unfriended was dot 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 great and it's like no (laughs) unfriended was dot 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 garbage uh, good old dot 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 great the <laughs> the highest of accolades oh absolutely you gotta you gotta get that uh you gotta cut words out of the review that say don't compare it to something great and then they just take out the don't compare it to and then they keep the great and that's what they put on the cover of the dvd yeah the uh i'm sure the unfriended blu-ray special features had a had a here's here's the way to put your uh video of you shooting yourself from <laughs> your arms being stretched out weird uh, on Live Leak. Here's your upload guide to Live Leak, and I'm sure the the one for for Wish Upon probably has Pixapost in it as well. Yes, <laughs> good old Pixapost, my favorite social media platform. Yeah, it's it's on it's 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 on its way up. It's gonna be the fourth largest social media platform. I'm hearing it described as the new Friendster. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. That's a that's a that's a great reference feel too like, right there. I feel like there. I might be dating myself with that reference, but <laughs> that's incredible. <laughs> I was out of all the things I thought you were going to say, that wasn't it. But you know deep. what? I'm so <laughs> glad you did. Uh so I wanted to kind of ask you to kind of go into detail on just like the stupidity that's involved in people liking these scary movies why do you think these things succeed if they're so shitty i think a lot of people just do not have standards for horror movies i think there are a lot of horror movie fans out there and some of them are more discerning but a ton are not and will see any horror movie (laughs) and that that is what jason blum and all most other horror movie producers are relying on and it works. They, they literally, they they're in the theater. They see the trailer for it. The next horror movie. They're like, I'll go see that. I don't care. Yeah. It's, and, and that's, what's so frustrating to me being a scary movie fan. You know, I, I like scary movies that have substance. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you look at, at movies that like, like scream for instance, Scream yeah. is a great example of an awesome movie. There there was this awesome period in the 90s with teen slasher movies that were actually fun to watch. Yeah, they had like the right balance. Yeah, there's there's the right balance of comedy and scary that yeah. that make a, an enjoyable movie watching experience. And there was a while there where we were getting totally different things. We were getting the Blair Witch Project. We were getting yep. um uh, the Scream series we were getting. I know what you did last summer. We got uh, the 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 Ring is is probably the the one that I was thinking about the most. Is you look at the Ring and you're yeah. like, oh, Gore Verbinski actually gave a shit about this, and it's 
it's purposeful filmmaking. And then you look at the remake, the Rings movie, Ooh. and you're like, oh my God, what have they done to my boy? Look at my poor boy. My poor boy. What yeah. have they done? <laughs> so it's it's just mind blowing to me. And and like same same time, like late nineties, early two thousands, you've got sort of the rise of that genre of uh like j horror too because you got like like the original ringu and and the and their version and their the grudge and and all those yeah i think the 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 place that we went wrong was those mid to late 2000s horror reboots yeah those totally fucked us because hollywood found out if you have a big name actor in a movie that's all you need. That's, That's all you need to it. sell a scary movie to the public. Yeah. You need a big name actor. And it's so ridiculous. They're they're using the same idea over and over. Look at the silence caught. Yeah. That's that movie made me want to stab an ice pick <laughs> into my eye and a toothpick into my urethra. Hmm. Yeah. I, you know what? I messed up on saying it, but I stand by it. I stand by what I just said. Respect. That's going to be, yeah, it's going to be public. I'm I'm just following in the steps of my forefathers. <laughs> uh, that movie is just Bird Box, but what? Oh, what if? Uh, or what if like alien bats or some shit? <laughs> oh, great. Yeah, I remember seeing like one thing about it. I'm like, oh, Bird Box again. This is a thing I do not need to see unless I am getting paid to see it. <laughs> Absolutely. I I am surprised I got 15 minutes into it. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, then I stopped, obviously, but I'm surprised sure. I made it 15 minutes. That was that was an impressive uh, personal thing. I was proud of myself. An accomplishment in itself, yeah. So... What do you think is the, where are the good scary movies coming from right now, do you think? If all of these big budget ones are coming from, yeah. if all these big budget movies suck, like where where are we getting anything good? I, th- I think it's just, you gotta hope occasionally good directors uh, branch out and make a horror movie. Like, uh... No, he's branching out because it's his first movie, but like Get Out was good. Um, yeah. I, uh, for Jordan Peele. Like, I, I didn't love Us, uh, but it was interesting. Um, but I really enjoyed Get Out. So, stuff like that. Um, actually, one, and uh, and I wanted to mention in another context as well, um, in terms of uh, like horror movie ratings, because I was looking through just the last couple years of Rotten Tomatoes horror movie ratings to, to see if I could remind myself of any other like vastly overrated ones. And I came across a vastly underrated one uh, from 2018. Uh, uh, Luke, uh, let me pronounce his name, Luca Guadagnini, I believe. Uh, his remake uh-huh. of Suspiria, which I thought was great. And, oh, absolutely. And is like 65%. So I, I don't get it. Like he's one, he's an amazing director. I, I've loved everything I've seen of him. This is his only horror movie and he did great at it. So I think you just have to hope that more directors like that take a stab at a horror movie and it works. Yeah. I, I, well, this was the thing about the 2018 Suspiria is I thought that was like taking what the original 
had and just making it better. It's better than the original. Yeah. I agree. And, and yeah. not only is it better, but it takes a different path in order to rival the original. It, it's, yeah. it's got these like moments of like super intense scares with like goriness, but it's got subtext more than anything that makes it a really great film. And yeah, people like people just didn't like it, which just that just pisses me off. I, it sucks looking at an IMDb rating and knowing that, oh, my God, most of the people that are rating this clearly don't understand what they're doing. Yeah, and stuff like that is really discouraging because, like, I'm not particularly a horror movie fan. Like, I, I see some, but, like, I can't, and, uh, and most, I think, are bad. <laughs> and then when I see yeah. one that's really good, I'm like, oh, okay, here, here are horror movie fans. Like, here's a real good one. And then they don't even really like it. I'm like, what do you want? <laughs> yeah. They, they will, I think a majority of people that are seeing horror movies right now are the people that are going to see things like Halloween. Yeah. Uh, the Halloween remake, which those a majority of those people are going to be uh, young people that are scary movie fans that want to just go see a scary movie or yeah. the people that saw the originals and want to see what this one's all about. Then you have the people that are looking specifically at the indie scene. So you get stuff like Hereditary and Mandy and yeah, those kinds of things. Then you get the like blockbuster scary movies, The Nun, uh, A Quiet Place, and yeah. those are those those people are going to see those movies. And the problem is, is that those movies are all scary movies, but they are they just don't coexist in the same no. fan base, like. It's it's so strange to see a divide in scary movie fans because half of us love scary movies and the other half love shitty movies. Um, <laughs> yeah. So it's 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 just so disappointing to me that we've kind of pulled away from from original ideas and and genuine uh, fear setting into this. Uh, Oh, here's a jump scare. You want to hear a violin? Let me show you what a violin sounds like Ugh. while I have a lady walk in front of a camera. Yep. And it's it's just oh, hate it. Yeah. Uh to finish off, um I wanted to let you talk about what you think should be the next renaissance in scary movies. I mean, we've had vampires, we've had zombies we've had ghosts what what do you what's your best guess on what you maybe not what we'll have happen but what you would like to see hmm um yeah we definitely had the big vampire and zombie fads those were the two like real big ones of the last Mm -hmm. 15 years or whatever um i mean we could do with like a really good werewolf movie werewolf that's yeah it's been a fat minute since we've had a good werewolf movie and especially when they're not fighting vampires yeah it's a lot of werewolves fighting vampires or playing basketball or playing basketball (laughs) i would take basketball again that's fine yeah you know what (laughs) that movie is is a fun movie yeah not super scary unless you think about that lady that specifically only wants to sleep with him when he's in wolf form she gets it she understands she's 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 been following uh, you guys and on on your your Twitter accounts. She, Absolutely. And you know what? We're about it. We're we're all in. 
baby. We're all in, Scoot. <laughs> uh, so that's that's kind of the end of this episode. I wanted to, since the first episode was about mental illness and it was a super deep conversation that was uh, kind of a bummer, I wanted <laughs> to do something a little bit more lighthearted um, and and something just fun. So I figured we would, we would talk about this stuff. And um, thank you once again for coming on. I super appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks for having uh, me. Absolutely. Um, if you ever want to come on again, you absolutely let me know. And if, if you ever, uh, need me for any projects, you, you, you hit me up. Cool. Yeah. That sounds good. Uh, and then also last thing, where can people find you? Uh, people can find me on Twitter at not Scott Henson, N O T S C O T T H E N S O N. Um, uh, I am at home a lot right now, and as a result of that, I have zero income. So if anybody wants to buy any of my uh, wrestling shirts, they, they're they not wrestling-specific. I think they are multi-purpose. Uh, that's prowrestlingtees.com slash Scott Henson. Or if you want to skip the middleman and just give me money, uh, paypal.me slash not Scott Henson. Awesome. Scoot, thank you so much. I look forward to talking to you again very soon. Yeah, you bet. Uh, And thank you guys all for listening, and we will see you guys on the next episode of Conversations.